recording. Beautiful. My cats are going to go crazy. Oh, kitties. I know. How many animals do you have? You have a couple cats and a dog? Yep. Wow. Um, yeah. I have two kitties and a dog. Conversations. I'm going to call it conversations of the heart. Yay. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can get my punctuation correct. Because I didn't have to hit record yet. Yeah. But I did. Never, <laughs> never hurts to like actually have, <laughs> you know, just like one less thing to check off, right? It is. It is. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm going to start getting this going. Give people an opportunity to pop in here. Mm. Okie dokie. Pop this on your page. Huh? I'm just popping it on your page. Oh, perfect. Thank Getting you. Some stuff going. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, where did we go? There we are. Ah, beautiful. Mm, amazing. We'll just wait for a few more people to come in here. I'm really excited. We've not. We've not done this before together. No, we haven't. Yeah. I know. I'm kind of, I mean, it feels surprising, but at the same time, you know, all in right timing. <laughs> Everything's all in right timing. Mm -hmm. Okay. You guys, I'm just going to let people keep streaming in here. Beautiful. Feel free to share this wherever you feel uh, comfortable sharing. Okay. And um, I am meeting with Earth Song. And I first met Earthsong um, when I was doing uh, massage therapy uh, in session. Mm -hmm. uh, she came to me and, uh, you know, when your heart just connects with somebody and, and there it is. And we've worked together uh, through um, healing things. You know, when, when just because somebody comes in the studio or lays on the table or you do sessions, it's always a collaborative effort. That's never one person facilitating the other, even though uh, I, at the time, would have been the facilitator. We learn from each other. And it was really fantastic because watching Earth Song grow and move and shift uh, into, her, uh, into her mother principle uh, was really quite beautiful and helped me also understand the Sophianic principle that was coming into the planet that was moving through me. Uh, so it, it was just a really beautiful thing. So I just want to share a little bit about uh, what Earth Song does. Uh, she's a heart-centered healer uh, and a way shower. Uh, she specializes in multidimensional energy healing and heart coherence, unconditional self-love, and ceremony. I know sometimes ceremony can be triggering, but we're taking our words back. So um, I'm happy to say the word ceremony. Her mission is to help people unlock their heart's wisdom and live in heart-centered sovereignty. 
by guiding their understanding of energetic principles, healing generational traumas, embodying unconditional love, and reclaiming their sovereign power. Her ceremonial work is high integrity, and I can vouch for that, and full of love, working directly with source energies and the spirit of the loving plant medicine, Theobroma cacao, I hope I said that right, leads to high quality and expansive spiritual experiences. Earth Song is a mother, a wife, a grandmother, a dog lover, an amazing friend and compassionate witness of humanity. Her favorite activities include board games. Oh my gosh, my brother just showed me the Goonies Monopoly game. A walking in the forest and a long non and long non-linear conversations about the magic of the universe. So welcome to our conversation. Thank I just you. <laughs> you're welcome. I just want you to open your heart. I, I um, how did you get here? How how did how did you find? Uh, I think you call it Sister Cacao. Uh, and, yeah. and how do you introduce, I, I'll tell you, honestly, I was afraid of cacao. I thought it was going to do something crazy. I thought it was supposed to be like one of those ayahuasca journeys. And I'm like, keep that crap away from me. Right. <laughs> I was like, no way. And, um, it's not at all what it is. It's not mm-hmm. at all. It's, it's, it's not at all what it is. So it was really a blessing to, um, uh, be introduced to a uh, cacao through you. So I'd love for you to share some how did you get here? <laughs> All right. Oh, thank you for that awesome introduction. Mm-hmm. And um, wow. Yeah. How did I get here? So it really all started. I mean, yeah, I'd say the, like the trigger event would probably be like becoming a mom, um, birthing a child and realizing like through the, the whole gestation process and like becoming pregnant and all of that, like Um, I was already like spiritual, but not, I had no framework around it. I had no, um, yeah, there's no structure, um, which I don't think is, is terrible, but I, I just was like longing for more. I'm like, I know what I believe and I know what I don't believe. And I know that there's more out there that I want to (laughs) know. And, but I'm like, um, traditional religions just didn't have what I was looking for. So then that left me with this, like, well, I guess I'll try these other things. And I don't know. And um, when I became pregnant, I just had this strong calling of like, you're going to like, I need to do more. I need to know more. I need to figure this out, which was surprising to me um, because I was just kind of lightly spiritual before and more, more sciencey and booky and like. I'm going to help people through ways that I can learn on a university. And like, those are tangible things. Right. And it's really interesting because a lot of people will say spirituality is not scientific and it's like, Ooh, hold on there. And I I asked one time, I was like, I want to know, like I was searching for the science piece of this. Like Mm -hmm. there's a science piece I'm missing and nobody's telling me that, like, how does my body work? Because all these geometries, we know that that's science. So I love that you were searching for that. Yeah. Yeah, no. And I totally agree. Like there is so much science in, in spirituality, but it's, it's rarely presented that way. Yep. Um, in the mainstream anyway. (laughs) Um, and so in my search for more, um, I've always been really connected to the earth and 
and I've loved being in nature and I've just been a very earthly person. And um, I found this training and teaching um, through uh, Pixie Lighthorse is her name and um, it was called Earth Medicine School. And it was a three-year process to learn about ceremony and ritual and um, connecting with the earth and connecting with yourself and, and healing. It was really all about healing yourself first before you go out into the world and help others. Um, which is so, so important, right? <laughs> like you just, you have to follow the process. <laughs> um, and Otherwise your shit just spills over into somebody <laughs> else's world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's so true. Um, and in the last season or, or session year that I was doing there, um, we had a cacao ceremony and I had never heard of it before either. And I didn't know what it was about. Um, I knew it would be gentle and not like crazy take you on a trip kind of thing based on who I was learning it from or, or experiencing it with, but, um, but I didn't know what to expect. And um, we did the ceremony and it just, I, I was just blown away. Like I was not prepared for the messages I was going to get. And I just could feel so much love. Um, the, she was very clear. I say she, I mean, you know, like we're all a mix of both, but yeah. she comes through in a very loving, motherly, femininity kind of way for the most part um, for me. And uh, the message was like, you're going to share this with other people. And I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> ha ha, that's funny. <laughs> no, no, really. This is your, this is your mission, your job. Like you, you and I, we're working together and we're going to do this. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Let me write that down. What the hell are we going to do? I don't know. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, like any kind of healing modality, I just started using or using partnering with her. Uh, regularly on my own to just figure out like what what messages are coming through that are just for me what messages are meant to be shared and um and I it just kind of took off from there and I spent a couple years well, I mean I don't know at least a year year and a half you know time it's weird <laughs> um before I did like a public sharing of of cacao and it was uh well received and people had great a great response to it and it was like okay yeah no this is this is the thing this is what we're gonna do and so now um I do private ceremonies like for people if they want um to do it with their just me and them or if they want to do it in a group um or and occasionally uh, you know pre-craziness um I was doing them publicly where people um you know other people could come to yeah um yeah so it's it's amazing how much love you can get from a plant. <laughs> I tell you the, I did, like I said, I didn't know what to expect. You said, you know, bring, um, bring your friends, bring people that, you know, want to really dive into uh, a message from, from mother. I really found the mm -hmm. message from mother, but, but moreover from myself. You know, yeah. it was a connection to myself and what is my spirit sharing with me? Yes. And, um, and it wasn't anything that, uh, like I said, it didn't do anything weird or psychedelic to me, nothing mm -hmm. like that, which I was afraid of, right. Because yes, I didn't yeah. know anything about this, but I trusted you. And so because I trusted you, um, and you're an amazing, uh, drummer, 
Uh, and, you know, drumming is the heartbeat of mother and the original drummers were women. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it works. And so we went, you know, I listened to your drum and, you know, we go into ourselves and um, it just brought, it, it just brought a love uh, to my heart. It just brought a love for myself and a love for mother to my heart. And I really feel like it opened my heart space. Yeah. Yeah. No, agreed. Like, that's just like all from the moment I first like took my first step. It's like, it's all heart centered healing and it does it like it unlocks it opens it it blossoms <laughs> the heart and it and it does and I love what you said about it's connecting you with you because it is like I talk about it being her but it really it, it it's not her you know it's me coming through as her right uh, because when we're connecting we're connecting with our higher selves and and with source and um the the way I kind of see her as like a, she, she helps me get out of my own way <laughs> in a lot of ways. And I think she does that for a lot of people, like in ceremony. Um, I don't know that I really present it that way, but, but it is kind of what it is. It's like, she kind of just like unlocks the doors and aligns things so that, that the energies can just flow in, in the way that's going to help you hear and be able to be receptive to the messages that are already there. But but we're just not perhaps listening. <laughs> well, and I noticed uh, for some people, it opened doors for them to actually look at their shadows. Mm-hmm. And that I think can be challenging for some people because she's like, uh, you know, you, you when, when you stand, uh, when, when you ask, <laughs> you'll receive. When yeah. you're wanting to open up and align and do clearing, it was really fascinating when you go into uh, the heartbeat and you, you're, you're going into your heart, you go into the heart and you just hit this space of like, there's no turning back. You hit it, it creates a vibration and it spins open um, all of the possibilities and probabilities. It can be overwhelming, um, but you know, this is why we have facilitators in ceremony. This is why we have you know, people hold the space like you uh, to be able to anchor this in and help people that might be seeing or experiencing. Um, again, this is not psychedelic. This is you. This is your heart opening up. And so uh, this could be your shadow coming through uh, or a higher self version coming through something that needs to be cleared, something that's stuck in the body. Uh, we get uh, sometimes beings that are stuck in our body animals, other people, alien machinery, these kinds of things. And when we open up our heart to, and ask to see, these things will come through. But cacao does stuff for us physically too. Like it increased your mood, it prevents tooth decay. It, it's like, it's an antioxidant. And so like, so it, it enhances cellular function. Um, I mean, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's like, it, it's spiritual and physical, like, heart medicine in so many ways. And yeah, I mean, the, the actual active ingredient, like theobromine, um, is it's a vasodilator. So it's going to increase blood flow and that's everywhere in your body, right? So your heart is naturally going to be, um, creating more energy and having more flow because, because it needs to work a little harder to get the, 
<laughs> the blood the blood pumping around and and it's increasing um, blood flow to the brain and it's it's working very subtly on different neurotransmitters in the brain and um, and yeah and it has so many like minerals and it's just good for, <laughs> it's good all around <laughs> and when we have oxygen in the blood um, we have space for light codes to come in uh, mm -hmm. we have uh, you know opportunities for uh, fire letters to be rearranged and just all kinds of really cool stuff. Right. I know. So, oh my gosh. I'm excited. Uh, so for our Washington, for our Washington folks, um, <laughs> we haven't been able to do a ceremony in a long time. And so for those of you out there, this is um, men and women because ceremony isn't just for women. Um, so uh, we're going to do a, uh, um, we have a place, we're super excited, um, and we're going to do a ceremony, uh, is it March 25th, Saturday, March 25th? 26th, maybe? 26th. One of those two, the last Saturday in March. <laughs> so for those of you in Washington that want to be part of um, our ceremony, um, I know we already have a list of people, um, and I know we can probably uh, cap out it so much, so, you know, email or text one of us or send us a, a message so we can get you on the list um, uh, to go because it's going to be really fantastic. And one of the first uh, gatherings since all of this stuff. Yes. I'm so excited. I am so excited. <laughs> I am so excited. So um, I have a really interesting question for you. We, yeah. we both have kids relatively close to the same age, I think. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you give cacao to your little? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So I modify how it's, I um, make it. So like I'm drinking cacao now, you can kind of see her. <laughs> um, and when I do ceremony or when I'm making it for myself, it's typically just water, cacao, maybe a little honey and some spices. Um, however, cacao is very bitter. <laughs> and yeah. And the little ones just aren't really, um, their palate's not accustomed to bitter. They're not um, hot cocoa. Yeah, it's not hot cocoa, right? Um, so, so I'll usually add a, um, like a nut milk to it. You don't ever want to use dairy and cacao together because it inactivates the enzymes. Um, you won't get as big a bang for your buck. Um, and so I'll just, I'll make it more like hot chocolate, <laughs> not as sweet, of course, but, um, but yeah, she responds. She's loved it since she was really little. And, um, anytime I'm making some, she'll still ask for like a little square. And sometimes it's interesting. They like, they, they have so much wisdom and they just listen to it. Right. There's times where she'll eat it and she'll be like, yeah, mm, good. And then other times she puts it in her mouth and she's like, well, I'm <laughs> like just totally spits it out. I was like, okay, that's not what you need right now. Right. Um, but it's fun to see, like it has this energizing but calming effect. And I mean, she's already so much, I mean, kids are just full of love anyway, right? But um, it's, it's really fun to, to just kind of see what happens when she does decide she wants to have some. And um, I've actually done ceremonies. Uh, I've done a ceremony for a group of children um, at an outdoor school um, for a close friend. And it was really, really fun, um, you know, where they're just taking small little doses and, um, and drinking it if they want to not drinking it if they don't want to, but, but it was really fun to, to share something so special to me with, with a group of, of kids. And yeah, 
it was it was really cool. <laughs> One of the things that you do often, and uh, and I love looking at the pictures that you take, is you're always out in nature. You're hiking. You're looking. At, you're you're touching the plants. You're you're always connecting with nature. And I'm kind of curious because uh, since all of this stuff has been going on, I've actually become a hermit for a really long time. I'm sensitive. Um, I'm extremely sensitive. Um, my shielding is different now. So things are different for me mm -hmm. now, but, uh, have you noticed with, um, all of the things that are coming off of people's bodies, all of the things that are in our skies, anything that nature is sharing with you, um, or anything that they're like bringing forth, like, like, I've seen Sasquatch coming through, like I'm telepathically connecting to them, which is connected mm -hmm. to the elementals. So mm -hmm. you're out there all the time. Like, what are you seeing? What are you hearing from the elementals? Oh, that's, hmm, that's a great question. Um, you know, it's interesting. There are only specific places I, I will go because there are definitely places that I've, I've tried to go, I'm like, oh, I'll try this new place. And I'm like, mm, nope, not. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it's just saying like, stay out. <laughs> so, so I listen. Um, the elementals, I mean, we've talked about this in our, in our classes too, like about how they're kind of upgrading and, and there's, there's new energies coming in. And um, the, the ones I've been connecting to the most are the wind sylphs or slips. I rarely say that word out, out loud. You know, I, I call them wind sylphs. I call them sylphs. Yeah. 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 Um, the wind sylphs have been coming through like strong, really, really strong lately. And I know that's been a conversation that's kind of been going around in our, in our circles too. And I'm like, wow, okay. It's not just me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like bringing in um, specifically these like rainbow, it's like sparkly rainbow energies that they're really trying to help clear out like all the gunk that's in our air right now and um kind of like neutralize it and 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 when it's when they're not able to like neutralize and diffuse it's more like neutralize and bring down so the the earth and the the other elementals can help to kind of like compost it but i'm noticing that there's a lot of areas that i have been frequenting that seem to be dying mm -hmm. and and it's really Oh, it's hard because my, my humanness is like super sad about it and, um, and, and gets like angry, like, ah, this shouldn't be happening. Like this could be prevented. Right. Um, and then my spirit knows like, okay, this is agreements that we've had. They are here to help. They are not angry or sad about what's happening in the way that I am. Right. Like, um, and, and that they're, they're doing what they can to help us stay healthy and stay here longer <laughs> as long as possible. I mean, it, creating a, a healthy environment. So with, that means like, you know, it's in order to create life, we have to have some death too. Yeah. And, um, the turnover, it just seems to be happening at a, at a kind of an alarming rate 
And I'm not hearing it really talked about a lot, which feels strange. Nobody, I feel like nobody's talking about it. Everyone is, yeah. you know, sidetracked with, and I, and I understand there's an exopolitical agenda and that yeah. does need to be discussed because it's, it's uh, usually underreported. Now yeah. it's kind of overreported and yeah. you know, people are really stepping into, oh my gosh, we're waking up to, oh my gosh, there's an exopolitical agenda. Yes. <laughs> you know, who do you think runs this planet? But um, I noticed in May, um, I went over to, I think I was in Leavenworth and it was devastating. I, it was so devastating. I, it's like, I could hear the trees crying mm. and I was, I couldn't pull in, uh, energies. I couldn't shield the space. Um, yeah. and, uh, uh, it was it was interesting because I'd been seeing this um, uh, the year prior to that even uh, going um, uh, going camping and uh, it's just uh, it, it was like there wasn't anything we could do uh, you know it, it reminds me of people that are going to drop their souls it's almost like um, the souls of some of these um, trees and you know uh, big beings are just kind of leaving as well but that goes into the evolution of moving into the next harmonic true yeah yeah right it's uh yeah moving shifting out of that that 3d that 3d tree <laughs> into yeah. Yeah. into what's coming next yeah and that's the strange yeah like when you say you can hear the cre the trees crying it's like yeah i yes i feel that too and and it's also this, like, it's, it's both and, right? Sad and joyful in a way <laughs> because it is a, it's an evolution in, in some sense. But, um, but there's, yeah, but it's hard not to feel sad. <laughs> and it's hard to, it's hard to witness a lot of times and, and to feel that, um, like, I find myself hanging on, like, I, but I want to be able to go back there. I want to be able to experience what I've been experiencing. And I want to, and it's like, no. And it's just like such a lesson for life, right? Like, yep, there's no going back. <laughs> you got to keep moving forward. <laughs> I remember this was quite some time ago. Uh, a friend of mine said to me, uh, and she was in a tough way at the time. And she said, uh, I just want the chastity back that, that I used to have. And I was like, Ooh, yeah, she's not here anymore. You yeah. know, it's like, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't support that, or I don't know how to support that because where I am just doesn't support that. Yeah, um, yeah. Whether that be behavior or choices, um, but you know, we're really realizing that we're at the end of a cycle, and you know that it's um, it's not something that's recycling back through anymore. There's no more recycling. Like it is literally, it is it. Everything is transforming. So it's, you know, when we're at the end of a cycle, um, things end and new, uh, and, and then something else comes out of that. So it's interesting when we think about the end, it's the end as we know it. It doesn't mean it's the end of everything. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and, and even though it's not the end of everything, it's still scary. <laughs> In a, for a lot of people in a lot of ways and, and it's um that like 
stepping over that threshold into the unknown is is a skill I feel like that a lot of people haven't developed like we haven't um, fostered it and nurtured it as a as a skill in in our daily lives or in our communities and in our culture and um, and that goes you know like uh, people have a kind of a push pull relationship with the word resilience. I really like it personally, but I know that there's a lot of people that get very like, stop telling me I'm resilient or stop telling me to be resilient because I just want to have a, you know, like I just want to be. And like, yeah, totally, I get that. Um, but I think it is about resilience or like the essence of whatever you want to think of resilience as um, to like, if you're at home in yourself, if you're safe in yourself, if you've done your work to grow and know your shadows and, um, and, and move through them and learn from them, then no matter what comes next, you know you're going to be okay. Like, even if you don't know what it is, it could be the worst thing ever, you know, like it's, it's gonna be okay because I'm at home in me and I know me and I know how I can move through what is going on. Like, yeah, there, there might be like really shitty times and I might be a crying blobby mess on the floor and that's okay, right? <laughs> but I know that too will change <laughs> and I'll keep moving and, and things will get better and yeah. The ones who made it through the Holocaust said no matter what, Mm -hmm. I'm getting out of here. Mm -hmm. Right. Not, right. I'm, you know, and I know that there are like all these program steps of, uh, you know, I just need to make it through today. And, you know, and I can see, um, I can see how that's a baby step to, you know, looking at the bigger picture, but when you just say, I'm going to be okay, no matter what, mm -hmm. that's, that's a game changer. Oh, it really and, is. And you start bringing in that frequency and that energy. Um, I'm, I'm kind of all over the board here, but I'm, I'm going back to, to children. And I'm seeing just yeah. like between, I, I don't know, whatever is happening between our connection today, it's really bringing up children um, yeah. and, and the spirit of the children. And you know what I find really interesting, and I know we've talked about this before, um, starting classes to help parents who have young children, you know, begin to understand their multidimensionality, uh, understand what they're seeing and experiencing. And I've noticed, uh, and I think I've shared this live before, you know, my, my daughter says, uh, my little one, she's six, uh, I have five kids, but they're, most of them are older, but she says, you know, uh, she feeds her demons. Um, and she says, when she feeds them love, they turn back to angels. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> and she is seeing things because again, at the end of a cycle, here we are at the end of a cycle and everything is coming up to be flipped and turned over. Uh, you know, it's like all the rocks have been pushed back. The, the trees uprooted, uh, all the bugs, all the ugliness, all the darkness, uh, the underbelly, uh, the, the, the astral realm is like looking at us in the face. It's like everything is there. All of our shadow has come up 
so not just for people, but this is like, this is planetary. And you know what I find interesting is she is not afraid of the demons. She is not afraid of the organic creatures and structures that she sees, but the AI structures like the dogman, uh, the uh, AI frequencies, those terrify her. And I think that that is so very curious. And I know a lot of these, um, you know, a lot of these uh, fallen angelics or whatever you want to call them, demonics, a lot of them have uploaded their consciousness into the AI brain of the planet uh, in order to try to hold on because they know that they're dying, right? Mm. They know that we're looking them in the face and saying, not on my watch, mm -hmm. right? Mama's home, <laughs> which is like, you know, brings us right back to cacao. Um, and, mm. and let's see, I know, Christina, you've been chatting quite a bit here and the mushrooms are known as the spirit of the little children. I was just going to start talking about this because um, I love that you're saying this. The mycelium are like the network, like the brain network of the planet. Yes. So like, I don't know, I know you were talking about magic mushrooms. I don't do magic mushrooms, but I do put, uh, you know, with uh, cacao, I do have cacao powder with like reishi or is it called whatever that yeah. mushroom yeah. is with the A um, anyway, and, and mix those together and stuff. Um, but I don't call those magic mushrooms because they don't make me see little men on like running around or anything crazy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know if those are the magic mushrooms you're talking about. But yes, the mushrooms are the um, I do feel like I see them with uh, well, you see the fairies and, you know, the spirits and um, and the children see these things. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They, they see them. Yeah, that's. This is off topic, but, but on topic. Um, so I started communicating with like consciously communicating with fairies. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It was probably about seven years ago and, um, and we've gone in and out of, of, you know, being more in communication and less in communication. And it's always fun to like see what kind are, are around each location that I'm at and stuff. And um, my daughter was playing with a girl at the park the other day and um, we we're getting ready to go. And um, I was talking to Paige and she was like, oh yeah, my new friend can see fairies. And I was like, cool. And I went over to the girl and I was like, I hear you can see fairies. They were talking about a fairy party that was happening over in, in the, um, in the woods that was close to the park. And, um, and she, I was like, I hear you can see fairies. And she's like, yeah, I really can. And I'm like, cool, me too. And she's like, no, really, I mean, I can. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And she like, she didn't believe me. And I'm like, well, I believe you. Like, I don't know if anybody in your life believes you, but I believe you <laughs> and you're not alone, right? And she wasn't in a place to receive that. You know, she was just was like, walls up, like, no, really, like I have, you know, like she had to defend her position and I'm just like, oh no, it's okay. I love that. And it's, it's so hard. And, you know, this is why we want to do, um, you know, teach parents to speak the language that their children are coming in, that they speak, that they see. Yeah. And, um, you know, we were camping one time and this is the first time I encountered these massive AI, um, 
black dogs, not dog men, but black dogs. Mm -hmm. And I heard something, it's really interesting. I heard something say, um, something's coming. And I was like, oh shit. So I like, like was checking like my campground and I was like, okay, make sure it's shielded. And I felt all of a sudden whoosh. And I was like, oh my God, what is that? And they were like these massive black AI dogs. And, um, and my son's friend was like, he came out of the tent, like really fast. And, um, he was like, I can't sleep, you know? And he just came and sat by the fire. He didn't say anything. And I said, are you okay? And he goes, "Mm -hmm." and I was like, so do you like feel things or see things sometimes that don't make sense to you? And he goes, "Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm. did you just feel what came into the campsite? And he was like, and I said, okay, me too. Like, if you ever need anybody to talk to, I'm here yeah. for you if you want to talk. Most kids, especially when they get to teenage years, they don't want to talk about anything, but they're still so scared. They have no context for what they're seeing. Yeah. Is it yeah. a fairy? You know, and I remember that when I was little too, like, am I talking to an angel? Am I talking to a demon? Am I like, what the hell is this? Yeah. My mom too, when she was little, she had fairies outside of her window and, um, you know, uh, she grew up Catholic and as did I, but certainly in the Catholic church, they're not saying, Hey, you're going to have fairies visit you outside your window. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, not, not, not at all. <laughs> yeah. so, oh. I, I don't know. It's like, I, I wish that they came with books so that we came with books. And, and I think this is, you know, the, the, the new structures that, you know, the, the children, uh, the children that, that um, are coming in, they, they come in with these, they have totally different bodies. Um, their mm-hmm. light bodies and their mechanics are completely different. Uh, they very much resonate with uh, crystals and, and they're not like crystal children. They're something completely different. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what to call them. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. Um, but uh and because the veils are thin, they're not, I don't even think there are any. I mean, I've been seeing stuff forever, but sometimes, you know, they're moving in and out of dimensions. And it's almost like that dimensionalized time is, uh, I don't know, uh, time is just going to be different. Everything is resetting. And, uh, you know, and I know we, we talk about this in classes and in our circle and stuff, but, uh, but watching uh, these gates open up and watching the resetting and and these uh these (laughs) rainbow rays like there are rainbow arc rays everywhere and uh you know the mother arc gates are coming alive and other stargates are are lining up and you know part of our whole process is pulling andromeda and the milky way to line back up and um i mean i just i'm blown away like every day i wake up i'm blown away it's like, there's a new piece of me that goes, oh, hello. And I'm like, oh, hey, this feels good. Yeah, yeah. It definitely has this accelerated feeling of like the energy is shifting and changing so rapidly um, in such a good, like a positive way. Um, It's amazing. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. (laughs) And and it's... um, isn't, yeah, the time, time is, gosh, 
it's funny how like the more you pay attention to it and the more you learn about it and just learn about energy and, and everything for me, at least, um, like the more strange and different it feels <laughs> time, like, like the, the way we're able to really like manipulate time, um, as humans, right. And like time travelers, like, like I've known that I was a time traveler for a really long time, but I didn't have that language. Like, that's not the language I would have used. I don't know that I would have done it. I don't know what I would have called it, but like, but once I started like practicing <laughs> time traveling <laughs> and calling it that, like, and, and having a name to it, like it just, it, it opened up so it's, much more. And it changes when we find the right language. Yeah. And yeah. when you're able to put the language with the practice or the action, uh, you mm -hmm. know, that's about, you know, lining up um, uh, intention with will. And, you know, I mean, it, when you understand the, the laws, this, you know, the law of response, the law of structure, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the law of resonance, these, when, when you begin to understand the universal laws, things start to really make sense. And you go, that's what that is. I sure wish my mom told me that. Right? <laughs> yes, yes, I know, right? And then, and then going back to the kids, like I want her to know early. <laughs> like, yes. Mm -hmm. I even think about my happening. older ones, and I was like, they would be like, "Mom, are we witches?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't really use that word." Right. Um, but at the time, I was like, "I don't know what else to call it." Exactly. I, I don't. I I wouldn't have known. I, it wasn't until maybe. I don't know, 2017, that the word starseed started coming into my mind. And, mm -hmm. you know, I started understanding, it's like all of a sudden the dictionary started opening up in me. And then it was like in 2019, I found Lisa Renee's Ascension Glossary. And I was like, what? That's what that is. That's yeah. what I was like, wow, that's crazy. It was like, just kind of mind blowing. And I know there's like an Ascension Dictionary and an Ascension Glossary uh, written by two different people. Um, I think coming from the same intention, but uh, you know, just to know that the language is, there is an actual language, the language exists. And the more you understand who and what you are and what your DNA is mm -hmm. and how to work with your, your blood, how to work with your DNA, how to work with these codes and, and whatnot. It's just like, I would have, I would have taught my older kids different. I, I said, well, don't tell people you can see that. Like they're going to think you're nuts. So then they'll, you know, see, here comes CPS. They'll come. And actually I had, I actually had them uh, called on me before, which was recent, which was crazy. It was, um, yeah, long story, long story short is it was all bullshit. Um, but, uh, but it was, um, fascinating they tried to say I was poisoning my kids and starving them and then when they came to check they saw cupboards and refrigerators full of food and then they asked me about um, uh, borax and I was like oh bo you mean boron and I had to give them a little like science class the kid must I mean the CPS guy must have been 20 years old 19 or 20 and I was like, do you know what boron does for rheumatoid arthritis? And he's like, no, I just give him like, like little, I was like, and by the way, my kids don't take it, but you know, yeah. thanks for your visit. Kind yeah. of, they, you know, dismissed it quite quickly, but 
um, you know, some people will call that targeting or, um, I don't know, um, gang stalking, you know, stuff like that. And I don't really give two shits about it. I'm not going to feed it. You know what I mean? So yeah. didn't feed it and it went away. And, yeah. uh, and that's just how that goes. But mm. Yeah. Are you going to write any more books? I know we co-authored um, a book together. And yes. so, um, that what a journey that was. That um, was a journey. Yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah. Boy, it sure was a journey. And, you know, I've been on, uh, interviewed Susan uh, last week, and she also was one of the co-authors, as is yeah. Alexandra Rose. Uh, oh. So, you know, we kind of run in a, in a tight circle, I suppose. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's... Uh, I, I mean, I think, I think that we, we loosely talk about, you know, in classes, like um, putting a book out there for free for people on Amazon, like everyone writing a chapter of something and just saying, here you go. Um, yeah. And I still, I'm still like, I think that would be such a great idea. Um, but anyway, aside from that, any more writing? Do you have any books in the, in the works? Um, you know, I have been on like a weird writing hiatus lately, but I know that there is, there's something on the horizon. I'm not sure quite exactly what it's going to be. It feels like it should, it should, should's not the right word. It feels like it will be kind of a marriage of, of all the heart lessons I've learned, I'd say. <laughs> um, but I'm not sure right now what it's going to be and what, where, where it's going to go. Cause there's just so many opportunities and directions that, that it could go. Um, and it's been a strange place to not be writing, but I think, you know, like I'm trusting it cause, cause writing is like been a huge, huge part of my journey, just like journaling and, and, and writing just whatever is on my mind, right. Just coming out, um, kind of like documenting it, but, but lately it's felt like it's, it, I've had to be more like I just need to be like, and not like the focus just has to be right here. And it's not about, about documentation. It's about experiencing and existing and, and kind of like, uh, just pulling myself in to center and really making sure that that's like as solid as it possibly can be before I start to expand out again. Cause it's kind of like those, like, like one of my favorite personal quotes, lines, I don't know, is, is honor your ebb and embrace the flow. And there's so many different areas of our energy that could be in ebb or flow at any time. But I always notice that like, when I'm in an ebb, when things feel quiet, either in a good way or, or a uncomfortable way, um, when I feel low or depressed or, or something like that, I know that it's something that there's healing happening and that there's like, it's, it's like bringing everything in before it can like, like explode again. And I feel like I'm coming to the tail end of this, like sucking in and like being in the center before I, I have another explosion, <laughs> so to speak. Well, and so. we have to integrate all the information exactly. that comes yeah. in, the yeah. new idea of self that comes in. Um, yeah. And, and um, you know, this is our ascension body ascension being right like mm -hmm. we're the ones uh creating uh moving timelines and putting everything into one you know space so we can uh, move into uh, the next 
uh, space of where we're going to be. The planets already moved harmonic universes. So, yeah. you know, um, we're, we're already in harmonic uh, universe uh, two. So <clears throat> that's really fantastic, uh, which means, you know, a lot of us are already really experiencing life from like the fourth and fifth dimensions where a lot of other people are really experiencing um, their consciousness is regularly in um, higher dimensions, um, you know, just because of the evolution of uh, what's coming and who's preparing for what and who's going to help who and how that's going to work. And uh, so that's really, um, yeah. yeah. I think that the, the writing will definitely come back. And are you, um, I know we're, we're just up on an hour here. So uh, are you doing private sessions? Like where can we find you for private sessions? Oh, we're not quite yeah. up on an hour, are we? No, we still have 10 right. minutes. Oh, we have, oh yeah, we got 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I can still say it now yeah. though. <laughs> um, yeah, so I do private one-on-one um, -on -one, like energy healing, coaching type sessions um, for people who are local in Washington state. I'm in Bothell um, and I do see people um, in person. And then um, I can see anybody anywhere in the world online, of course, which is the magic of <laughs> the world we live in. And um, so, so I do sessions that way. Um, I can also, I also do cacao ceremonies that way. I, you know, online isn't my preferred method because whose preferred method would that be, right? But, um, but it doesn't take away from from the magic of it. So usually I'll just end up um sending whoever I'm doing the cacao ceremony with if, if we can't meet in person I will send them a, a care package with cacao and, and how to make it and um and then we just we just do the work work online instead of instead of in person which you know energy yeah energy is not bound by time and space mm -hmm. or physicality so so our energy is still together mm -hmm. um but I think most people a lot of people, you know, like we're not used to connecting our energy from far away. Um, so, so it can, it, I think people shy away from it, um, from doing work that way a lot of times just because it's, it's new and uncomfortable and they have the perception that it's not going to be as good. Yeah. Um, and that hasn't been my experience at all. I mean, of course, I love being in person and I love being able to touch people, like hugging you the other day. Oh my gosh. No, it was so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a human when I like, it's been, you know, I, I've probably been one of, I've been in complete hermit mode for two years. Like I, I don't even grocery shop. So just because I don't want to go out, I don't want to deal with the madness and I don't want to be triggered and I don't. I don't want to be the dick that doesn't have the face diaper on, you know what I mean? So it's like, I just do the best that I can to just, uh, just mind my own business. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, but I have learned that, you know, I mean, I was a I, massage therapy, right. And, and healing in person. I, I, I did uh, energy sessions as well as massage always in person. And it certainly was fantastic to be able to, expand and extend that across the world you know i'm i mean i see people in the uk and australia and uh the russia i mean it's like wow it's amazing it's amazing and yeah. um, we know no bounds and when we understand that that's how energy works that's how the science works that, that's how, yes. 
that's how the that's how the laws um that's how the laws of the universe the universal structures work so right it's so true i know it's like the, the biggest hurdle is actually like time zones <laughs> yes yeah. The 3D time zones are the biggest uh -huh. hurdle. <laughs> to, it's to like, let's see, kind of if I had sessions here, I could, I could see someone in Australia, but if I did it then, then I couldn't see someone in the UK. And if I did it yeah. here, then yeah. and it's like, yeah. ah! I then you have, you know, you have to figure out your own drive time for school or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, for yeah. your, for your children. So it gets a little bit crazy, but yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, it is. It's, it's, I think there's a lot of beautiful things that have come out of, of the hermit, <laughs> of our forced hermiting um, and, 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 um, you know, chosen hermiting too. But um, yeah, it's, oh, gosh, it's, it's all it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I agree. So um, we oh, and I didn't think. No, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I, you had asked me about sessions, but I didn't say where people can find Oh, me. I know. Um, I was just looking for that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I have to find what it was called. And then I didn't want to like mess it up so good. Okay. Yes. Where can yeah. we find you for sessions? Yeah. So uh, my website is soulfully authentic, like your soul, full, <laughs> soulfullyauthentic.com. Um, and I'm also on Facebook and Instagram um, under the same name. So um, any of those options, you can reach out and, and message me if you're on social media or, um, or connect with me through my website. Um, also, if you just are wanting to email, then hello at soulfullyauthentic.com will work as well. So, so yeah, that's all the spaces. <laughs> I love it. Currently. And, you know, I do have a question, um, mm -hmm. for the, uh, let's say somebody wanted a distance cacao ceremony, do you uh, ship a care package like out of the States or is it just in the United States? Um, you know, I am not opposed to shipping outside of the United States. I have not, I'm trying to think if I have tried, I have shipped to Canada, but I haven't tried anywhere else okay. yet. So any issue getting it in? I know Canada can be kind of weird about that. Yeah, I, I got lucky this time, or maybe, you know, I just sent the right energy <laughs> with the package. Um, and it, and it, I didn't have any issues with it. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's definitely something I, I um, am happy to look into um, for anybody who's outside the US. Um, I'm, I'm definitely open to doing that. So yeah, yeah. Right mm. on. It was so good to see your face. And then we're going to do our cacao ceremony. We're doing a local cacao ceremony uh, with Earth Song on, did we decide on the date? It's did we the 26th. Saturday, the 26th yep. at one o'clock. Uh, so I know spaces are like limited. I can't remember how many people we can have, um, but it doesn't mean we're just going to have one. I think that right. this is going to be a regular thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, you know, if you can't make one, then, you know, you can probably make another one. So, yeah, we'll make sure it happens for sure. I want to take a peek at the space that we're in. My guess is we could probably do, I mean, I don't like doing much more than 10 or 12 because then it's just yeah, a lot of people. I need to keep them intimate. Um, you know, six to eight is my preferred, but, but I think in the space we're in, we could probably do 10 and be okay, but I we can talk about good. that and, yeah. and send out some, some deets later on. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. It was really great to chat with you. It was great to chat with you too. I am so grateful that you are a part of my life and I, 
I don't think I would be in the space that I am today without having met you as a massage client so many years ago. So thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> Aww. I just want to sit in this love for a minute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yes. you know, Take it, it in. was in your body that I started to see Sophia differently. Mm. I don't know if you remember that, but Sophia was coming through for me and the mother principles. I always knew I had mother codes um, and I never quite knew how to explain them. And I could only see my body changing, myself changing, my idea, my expression. And it wasn't until we had a session one time uh, and it was actually a couple of years ago while I was still in Bellevue. And uh, I saw it shifting in your body just as I had my own. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what happened to me. It's shifting in her. And so it was really exciting to be able to see that in somebody else. You're the first person I saw that shifting in. And I was like, I can't wait to see what this is going to look like. Oh, that's amazing. I don't think I like really made that connection before. Thank yeah. you for sharing. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, that's amazing. That was, yeah, it was really cool. And it's really been beautiful watching what, even though we haven't been able to connect um, physically since then uh, until just recently, but, you know, being able to work together uh, remotely like we have been has just been yeah. outstanding. It's been, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you everybody okay. for being yes, here. Thank you. And um, so look for uh, soulfullyauthentic.com. Okay. Right. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Ciao. You too. Bye.